0: This is Charles Blake of the Panther Podcast. This is episode 82. So we're in the middle of a isolation festival. That's not the good term to use. Um, so there's social distancing going on with a lot of people, Prefer- preferably everyone, but We do know some people will not be doing this properly. I myself have been going to work. Uh, I'm considered essential work. I find the word kind of confusing in a way because a lot of us are, a lot of us who are considered essential are basically doing jobs that are servicing the public, but they're not necessarily safe. For us not to be exposed to said virus because part of the public is kind of messy and doesn't listen and doesn't keep their distance and isn't making sure they're not sick and going out and doing all these things so there's a fear there I mean I'm just a mechanic and all I do is you know fix people's bikes and try and get things done the best I can within the time periods in which I'm given and yeah I run into people all the time who try and come in drop stuff off. We're we're keeping people at the door and we're not letting them in the shop anymore. We're taking their we're writing stuff on clipboards and taking their stuff in and then we're working on it and calling them in a couple of days to come pick them up. But there's definitely a, a quite a few people who've shown up um occasionally who I'm just like you should not be outside. You should be quarantined or tested cuz you look a little sick. And we've had to turn a couple people away recently. Um, this one woman had sprayed so much stuff on her bike that it was burning our eyes. So we had to take it up back outside and told her she had to pick it up because we couldn't work on it. It was just caustic. I don't know if she'd put like bleach or something, but it was just, it was painful. It was, it was literally like our eyes were burning and quite a few of us couldn't breathe. So we were just like, yeah, that shit's got to go. So And she was completely covered up when she came, when she came to pick it up outside. So, it's a worry, you know? I'm worried people are exposing other people. I don't know what to do about that. My mom works in the health field and people we've known have passed away from coronavirus the last couple days. And that's, it's a little nerve-wracking. I'm trying to figure out the best way. To come to the reality that, you know, if anything does happen with any of my parents or myself, what to do and how to get everything going, keep moving, or not get other people sick. It's uh it's a scary feeling. I don't know. But that's partially why I made the coloring book pages. Um for those who don't know, who don't follow me on social media, what are you doing? You should be, I'm amazing. Um, <laughs> no um, so I made two coloring book pages I'm supposed to make three I made a third one I didn't like it so I didn't put it out yet I'm making another one and they're basically just you know digital coloring pages people you mean you can print them out if you want I've found they're more fun digitally because you can just keep doing them over and over and over again you can print them out if you really want to but yeah I did a weird skeleton with a crown because that's what I do. And I also did like a giant kind of my signature crown with the eyes and yeah, people liked it really a lot actually. It's kind of strange. It was really, they were just doodles originally and then I was like, you know, what? it'd be really fun and kind of help people pass time if we started making our own coloring pages. And I had a discussion with one of my best friends, and he said, I was like, I don't know, I just feel like in this time, I want want that to be the legacy I leave behind into the world. That I did kind things for people, to help people just live and stay sane. Like, that's the thing that I want more than anything about art. I want art to give people like this this moment to heal even momentarily even if it's just fleeting even if it's a crayon or a digital marker or a marker or a colored pencil or watercolors or whatever you want to put them out on and do like it just it lets you be free for at least a little bit I think we're all just so freaked out that we're forgetting we 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 like simple stuff sometimes, just to have fun. I remember having a coloring book as a child and I could spend a whole day, I could spend a whole summer just coloring. I never liked crayons though. Crayons had like a weird waxy feel to them, and I didn't like the way it felt on my fingers. In between my fingertips, you know, it's just it was a textile thing. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. Tom's in my studio, I gotta watch him. He's he's a mischievous one. He, he likes to knock my brushes over and jump on my desk and do bad things, so I have to keep an eye, a watchful eye on the little monster. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to just do everything. And I realize like that may be insane in the long run. But it's it's why I'm coming. Mm. Sorry. I have been catching up on sleep, though, for the records. (laughs) It's just, it's been hard. Uh, A lot of this is really draining. I'm trying to stay productive and creative, and I saw this great post a couple days ago that goes, your artistic talent is not affected by your productivity. And that made me feel better. I don't know why, it just did. just did. It made me feel like less crazy. But speaking of my madness, uh, I've been doing these photos recently where I've been going to all these empty spaces where people typically are and I've been filling them in with like little monster stickers and weird little illustrations that I've been able to find uh, online to fill the spaces up with little ridiculous things underneath them like my little new yorker post type of thing (laughs) so once again if you haven't seen those follow me on social media i'm on i put them up on twitter i put them up on instagram i put them up on uh, my own website on occasion um yeah just look for them find them Juara blake i'm i'm everywhere (laughs) um yeah It's just kind of what I've been working on. They're funny little things. I keep thinking what I want to do is I want to draw, I want to physically draw and ink a bunch of things and then digitize them and then use those as overlays over my photography. I don't want to keep using other people's stuff because I enjoy other people's stuff, but I don't want to publish other people's stuff as my thing because that belongs to them and it doesn't belong to me, so. (laughs) I don't know. There's uh, this artist named Macbess, who's a French artist, who created his own world. And then, you know, a couple magazines, he even did that with actual photography. He put his own characters on stuff with photography, and it always interests me. And I even talked to a magazine owner once about doing something like that, and he wanted me to show him what I meant. And I gave Macbess examples, and was like, no, I want to see what you can do. And I'm just like, ugh, I'm not proficient in this Photoshop stuff. So I've been working on it, and I think I'm gonna get better at it. It's just making and doing and trying to get things going. It's just very, it's harder than it sounds. Productivity is difficult. When you're constantly making everything in your head all the time, trying to stay on one thing, it's just insane. Uh, maybe it's the ADD, I don't know. It's just everything. It's just. It's hard. It's very hard. So, today, by myself, and of course with you, we're gonna go on another photograph walk. We're not gonna be around people, obviously, but we're gonna just walk around and we're gonna take a bunch of pictures and then I'm going to. Throw a bunch of weird little things on them, and I might even draw up a couple things, and then figure out a way to superimpose said things in them. Um, but we don't know. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> cool things to take photos of in the neighborhood from a distance it's so weird like you see the rest of the world and it's still it's still just moving you know it hasn't stopped But at the same time, it kind of wasn't. I'm trying to work on these settings. I've got all these. Alright, well, I fell. I just stepped in a giant mud puddle. So, I guess we're going to take a picture of that. Fish in the puddle with my shoe. It's weird, but it's fun. So yeah, I've got my my Nikon D thirty five hundred with my long three hundred lens DX lens. So this isn't like a autofocus lens, just a lens, so, but it's long around. trying to take fun of tonight. <sighs> gas stations. Gas stations are always interesting. You can always kind of tell what everything looks like via what the world's actually looking like. Via how full the gas station is. Yeah. Or a food truck. keep kind of getting these little visuals in my mind about how I'm going to illustrate these things. And they're just kind of oddly interesting. They grow into these kind of ideas in my head about how it's all going to come together. How it's all going to Be come all these things as it goes, and it just doesn't seem to have any real stopping point, which I like. I like that when I feel creative, it's kind of boundless. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. Just kind of the way the art works. It becomes this animus. This living, breathing, crazy thing. Where you you draw everything, and you photograph everything, and you let it all kind of come together. Taking these color shots, making them into black and white, and putting these weird little characters on. Well, actually, this is not necessarily the order in which I do them, but it is coming though. I mean, I wish I could walk around more, find more places to just kind of take shots. It'd be strange. <sighs> But with all that's happening, it's kind of difficult to get out and do all these little kind of motions. You see little pine cones and stuff on the ground still, and all the birds yelling and screaming. It's just interesting. And I'm finding my ability to actually take pictures of birds is kind of fun, too. And then I think about my ability to draw birds and paint birds. I had this idea in the shower where I take a bunch of my crows and put them in perches. I see like little spots where I, I'd uh, paint them and then cut them out and then stamp them on and filter over them. I mean, it's is gonna be. Weird. I guess it's kind of more what Universe 747 is, it's here but strange. It's kind of like, I don't know, that it's, it's not really that conventional. It's kind of just a fun madness and odd kookiness that represents My mindset and where it comes from. It's as if, like, these great moments are superseded by these extremely strange moments. That's kind of what I like about them. They're weird and they're strange. But they're also mine. Perpetually mine. We have this vision of this swing set. And then these two very strange characters looking at each other These children on the swing set, drawn on, and then kind of coming together to make the photo a strange painting. With my crows and everything. It might just be super weird and fun. But that's kind of what I like about it. Weird masks. Fun little kind of exposures. Weird little ideas come together. Birds puffed up sitting on on barbed wire. As all the construction goes on still. I think that's always kind of a tell. Construction still going on. The world is Still very much functioning and going. They're still planning for the future of all these kooky little weird, possibly not helpful plans, but they come together nonetheless. And that's kind of the joy of it. They come together nonetheless. And then you take a little pictures of some weird little things. <laughs> that seem like they don't have a real purpose and then they come together like jigsaw puzzles it's a blessing for medicine. <laughs> I just want it to go well I feel like it's going to little walks good for the heart good for the mind good for the camera even to everyone who sent me uh, happy birthday wishes that was really nice actually I didn't get to go anywhere uh, we ordered sushi and we hung out and we watched uh, anime really it was fun but it was uh, closed off I guess in a way and we went over to her, to Alex's parents' house. We hang out with them for a little bit, and that was nice. My mom and dad called me, and my cousin, who always remembers my birthday, gave me a ring, which was nice. He has kids now, so that's cool. <laughs> and I mostly just hung out, made a little bit of artwork. Notice I have gray facial hair on my face now took some photos started the uh, universe 747 stuff and uh, it came together so to all those people I love you thank you very much yeah you spend like this whole time trying to catch up with everything Ugh. just go and get like toilet paper it takes so much time I just can't find it. I don't know, it's weird I'm just kind of I'm on this search today for mayonnaise and Paper and paper towels, and I'm thinking I'm probably only actually going to find mayonnaise. But you know, it's what it is. You go on these little unexpected adventures in pursuance of green tea, matcha powder, and just pretty much anything and everything. Drive. It's so strange. I haven't actually seen toilet paper in any of the stores for two weeks now. I think. I take that back. I saw one place and they were selling it like parole. It's just very, very strange. <laughs> so I am working on some projects though. Universe seven, for 7 stuff. Uh, I've just got one that I'm working on right now where I've got this octopus in like a face mask and like a toboggan sitting in a child's sling, but it's a mixed media, so I painted it out and then I cut it out and I used Photoshop to then use it and then put it in an actual swing photo of an actual swing where like it's all blurred except for the actual swing so i've been putting that together all day it takes so much time oh my god it took so much time it's ridiculous i i would have never assumed it took as as long as it would to just get like this very kind of silly simple idea together but, like, I guess that's kind of the, the joke of a lot of this stuff. Like, people don't understand how long it actually takes to make something, to actually make something. It doesn't exist before you create it. So, you have to make the whole thing. You gotta go on the walk, you gotta take the photo, you gotta set up the, the image, you gotta then figure out what you wanna paint onto, what you wanna paint, and then chop up, and then digitally cut out which I'm not I'm trying not to really change the grain of the paper when I scan or do anything like that or take photos I'm trying not to change these little things because I don't want them to be different I want I want you to know that it's a thing on top of a thing I don't want you to think that like oh is this real or is it not like I want you to know it's imposed upon and then you know I'll make it black and white after everything's over so you have like this dynamic color range and this texture chop and all this stuff it'll it'll look interesting I promise you like you will see it and you'll go okay well that was weird (laughs) and I'll go yeah that was the point so I'm excited. I'm just trying to get it all done in the time frame in which I get myself, which is today. So we'll see. I don't like it, it is. Uh, I just want to say thank you. I love you guys. You're great. You've always been great to me. And I hope this episode reaches you well. I hope you're safe. I hope everything is going beautifully. I'll see you next... See you in two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Check out all the cool stuff. Like, subscribe, share. All the cool, great parts. This was uh, the Painter Files Podcast. Episode 82. Uh, I'm just gonna say uh, ciao and paint around.